Oh, warm welcome this week. Are you ready for the holidays? Sometimes I dread this question as it feels like we have to start some sort of a race during the holidays, which pulls us from our daily existence in God and from our ability to stay grounded in Christ with our daily rituals, our habits, and our self-care routines. And there are many facets in creating and sustaining our on-the-go and holistic daily self-care routine, no matter how busy. Last week, I walked you through a process on how to choose one powerful routine and habit that you can start either working on it or refining on a daily basis. And I shared with you the science and psychology behind it so you can get ready during the holiday season. Yes, you heard me correctly, during the holiday season. And not wait, please do me a favor. Don't wait to have a good routine until after the holidays when we have to just do damage control. And if you're interested in fully solidifying this routine consistently and get my eight-step process, which you can complete only in a couple of hours and work also on your identity and many other layering to this, you have access in this episode right under to my mini course, which you can grab for a huge discount for a few days. This way you can make sure you implement fully the process in your ritual and you get ready for the new year. And if you're a regular, I want to welcome you back. And if you don't know me, I'm Dr. Yuana Popa from Team for the Soul. And I just love bridging all my years of training in psychology, in science, in medicine, in spiritual care, mental health, Christian faith, to bring you accessible, educational, and practical content so that you can holistically pivot from stress, burnout, and grief to resilience, peace, and joy so that you can fulfill your vocation and help others in Christ with joy, with energy, with that peace of mind that surpasses all understanding, with balance and patience, and find creative ways to avoid chronic stress, which can lead to burnout and it can impact your lives in so many other ways. And with that, let's dive in. So last episode, I went through a simple process to define your one habit that you might choose to implement and refine until the end of the year. And what are you going to do during this ritual and habit if you only have about five to 10 minutes a day? And I went over this hidden power that we have on a brain level, the dual processing brain. So make sure you check the previous episode as well. And today I'm going to talk about another key psychological function and way in which our subconscious brain and the memory works and helps us and can bring a lot of power in habit formation and sustainability. So let me give you some examples first and see if you can relate to this. All right. So have you ever been in one room, one space, and all of a sudden you had this brilliant idea and you you might decide or might remember that you have to do something in another space, in another room, which you proceed right after or soon right after to go into that other space. But once you're there, you're like, why am I here for? You might wonder like, hmm, I know I'm supposed to do something in here, but what is it? Now, this is actually very common, but many of us, when we encounter these moments, we're like, oh my goodness, what's happening with my memory? Many times we don't even share this with other people because we're thinking, oh, I'm not really focused and my memory is not that great. And here's what I want to tell you. This is very common. 
And in the happy event that you remember as you're in the other space, that's great. But most of us, we don't. And surprisingly, if we go into the first space to begin with, all of a sudden we remember. We remember what was the task and all of a sudden it's all clear. And here's another example. You might just walk through your workplace or your house and all of a sudden you see something. It could be something on the bulletin board or an object or a person or maybe, I don't know, the laundry basket, the garbage can. And all of a sudden you remember, oh my goodness, I have to do this task. I have to send this email. I have to, maybe it's garbage day. And this is actually linked to how our memory works. Our memory runs in the background. There's so many types of memories. I'm not going to go into the details of this right now. And one clever way that God gifted us is to has to do with what's called in psychology, context-dependent memory. In other words, we have the tendency to easily remember things in the place we originally created the memory, all right? So if I'm in one room and all of a sudden I'm realizing I have to do something, I'm forming the memory. And then if I'm moving into a different space, I might not remember. Because the funny thing with our memory is like putting papers in a file cabinet. Unless we have a system to retrieve the information, to bring it back to the surface, we will not remember most likely. So that's why if we move into a different space and then when we come back, that serves as a like the label on a file cabinet. So this is a very important way that God created our brain to store our memory and also to retrieve it based on the context, based on the space we were in when we formed our memory or when we remember it, right? And we retrieve it and we created that connection in our brain. Now we can use actually this ability to our benefit. I'm going to describe to you today what you can do so we can set clever reminders in your environment that can help you sustain your habits. Because here's the reality. I worked for three decades with people forming habits, changing habits, solidifying habits. And many times I hear this complaint, well, I'm trying to do it. They change, they form a new habit, and then they cannot remember it. And days pass by and then they get discouraged. And then it's really complicated and tricky and it gets really discouraging. So I'll give you right now some not so helpful ways to do it, to bring cues to, for you to remember. And I'll give you the steps to actually do it in a helpful way. Now, here's a one way that pe- most people do it. And it seems so logical, but many times it doesn't work. Many of us use a timer to remind ourselves, which sometimes works. Like if you are a person that really responds to timers, please use timers. <laughs> but most people, this is what happens. We set an electronic or timer. And that is based on the time of the day. Okay, 12 p.m., we have to do this. But most likely, let's say someone needs to take their medication or someone needs to exercise or someone needs to answer to particular emails or complete a specific task or in a, either in the morning or midday or afternoon or night. But if we use a timer, what I've noticed is the timer is not really it doesn't matter if someone is taking their medication at 12 or 12.15, or if someone is going to exercise around 1 or 1.30. So the problem with timer is that once it starts ringing, but you're not actually ready, you're not going to actually do it, you are actually 
eroding your ability to remember that timer and link the timer with your actual habit. We become almost like immune to the cue, no matter how determined and well-intended we are. So as more and more we ignore it, the more it becomes irrelevant. So here's what we can do instead. And those are the steps that I want to bring to you using the context-dependent memory. So are you ready? All right. And you're going to pick your one ritual that you want to sustain and improve or established from now until the end of the year. And if you don't know what that ritual is yet, you can finish this episode and then go to the episode before to actually find and finalize and decide that one, okay? So the first step is to decide what is one cue that has to do with space that will remind you. So it's something physical that can remind you, but also inspire you to do the habit or ritual. Yes, you heard me correctly, inspire you. So for example, for me, having a phone reminder not only doesn't work because I don't need to do exactly the ritual at the same time, but it's also not inspiring me because how many more reminders I want to get on my phone? You know, many times now we we think of the phone and the reminders when we wake up and when we have to do particular things, like I have to be at a meeting, it's not a really inspirational kind of cue, right? Okay, one more thing I have to do. This is not very inspiring for me. For me, if I need to exercise, I could have my running shoes, but what it's really important is that I will have music. See, for me, music makes exercise really inspiring. So I can have my running shoes and or my music speaker, as I love music, and as my cue. Are you following? So pick a cue, a reminder that it's easy for you, that you almost like bump into it in such a way that will inspire you. So I'll give you another example. I heard a speaker one time talking about for him, putting the gym clothes is really inspiring because then he feels like, like an athlete. Well, having your clothes, your gym clothes close by when it's the time for you to exercise will remind you and also be inspiring. Now, step two, decide where are you going to do the habit and what is the space that would lead you approximately before you do the ritual. So let's say you're trying to exercise in the middle of the day and it doesn't matter if it's 12 or 1230, but it's right after your lunch. So then bring your shoes and bring them into the area where you are before you want to exercise, meaning around the area where you're having your lunch. So in other words, you bring the cue right before you are going to do your ritual. All right, so you've decided what the cue is. You've decided what the space is right before you're going to do your ritual, and now place your reminder in that space. All right, so I'll give you another example. Let's say you like to use your paper planner as your cue for whatever habit you have. If this is your trigger and reminder, then you really need to start thinking of your planner as your best friend and carry it with you all the time in all the spaces you are in and check with it often. In other words, check it throughout the day because this is going to be your context. Your space now becomes your planner that will remember what to do. Because I've worked with people and they keep their planner in their office, on the desk, but then they move around and they like to hang out in the kitchen or in some other spaces in their home or work. 
And that is not helpful because as long as your planner is in the kitchen, in your office, but you are in the living room, you'll not remember what to do because it's a different context. You see what I'm going about? All right, here's another example to use context-dependent memory. Let's say that your habit that you want to change and strengthen happens in the morning. Let's say you want to pray. Many people want to start their day with actually a coffee, and then they want to get ready and pray. Well, that's kind of an ideal version of the morning, but that's not how it usually goes, especially if you have family and or are busy around the house or at work. You might actually, by the time you go down to make your coffee, you probably get some interruptions and distractions, either your kids or your husband, and then you might go and have your coffee and remember that you have to do another task. So here is an alternative. Again, use this in a clever way. What if your quiet spot is your bathroom, and this is where you could actually pray right before you hit the floor running? So you can prepare, get a thermos with some coffee the night before. Okay, it's not going to be your best ideal coffee in the morning, but get a bit of it. So when you wake up while you're in your room, in your bedroom, you might be able to read the Bible and enjoy a little bit of the coffee. And this will enhance you, will allow you to actually do the ritual, connect with God, have your coffee in the morning and start feeling like you're getting ready. And by the time you go into the kitchen and actually enjoy your real coffee and breakfast, you are already done. You've already done with your prayer and it will boost your confidence. So you already started the day and accomplished a very important part of your morning routine. So what I invite you to do is to be super, super creative. Use this God-given brain power, the context-dependent memory, and find clever ways to link your habit to a space. You can use a space, a room, or a part of a room, or your planner in such a way that you can come bring the ritual to you as opposed to you bringing yourself to the space to do the ritual. I encourage you to come and send me an email at connect at teamforthesoul.com and really bring your questions, your ideas, and also what are you discovering as you are trying to create habits and use the environment and set up cues in such a way to help you. So with that, I hope that this tip for today and two steps using context-dependent memories helping you and will bless you and will get you ready for the new year. And if you want to get my full eight-step process using other psychological concepts, including working on our identity, you can get my mini course, Environmental Design for Sustainable Habits, at a huge discount for just a few days. And this mini course will only take a couple of hours of your time, but will set you up for success. And with that, I'm going to end with a prayer. Dear God, thank you so much for the scientific and psychological knowledge. You are a God of order. And you've embedded so much wisdom the way you created us. May you bless the listener that she will continue to grow psychologically and spiritually towards thriving in you. And I pray that you will listen to her prayers as she's getting ready for the holidays, for Christmas, for the new year. And may you protect and may you bless her family 
her community, her workplace, her church community, and help her set the environment in such a way that can sustain her habits and self-care routines, and she can keep on giving a new Christ to others with joy, with energy that surpasses all understanding, with patience and peace of mind. And with that, thank you for all you do in the world. And until next time, I say goodbye for now.